Hey, Chet, what would you like to hear in tonight's story? I want to hear about a big war of the, the Rainbow Grumble Queen and the Grumble King. Oh, so the king of the Brown Grumbles and the queen of the Rainbow Grumbles? Yeah. Okay. That sounds like a good idea. Now, from the Kid Zone, it's Bedtime Adventures! 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 Hey, why is there an echo in here? Echo in here. Echo in here. Because it's cool. Because it's cool. Because it's cool. Well, good evening, everyone. I'm so glad that you joined us tonight. We have a very special tale in store, you know. The story entitled... The Great Grumble Battle. Yes, so prepare, children. Prepare yourselves for one of the greatest stories of all time. Sit back and relax as the story unfolds. 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 Now, like with all good stories, we must start from the start and we must begin from the beginning. Oh my gosh, those frogs are driving me crazy, Jet's mom remarked as she was tucking him in for the night. The chirping was so loud that they could hear it upstairs in his room. I can move them away from the house if you want. No, dear, it's bedtime and you need to get some sleep. Tomorrow's the last day of school and you need to rest. Now close your eyes and dream of sugar plum fairies. I love you. I love you too, Mom. She closed the door and Jet closed his eyes and tried to get some sleep. But he couldn't fall asleep. They were too loud. He peeked outside his window and looked down into the yard and there he saw it, the glowing lights leading into the forest. He'd seen them before, the tiny yellow lights. They were bioluminescent frogs. Last time, he and his brothers followed them into the forest and they were led to Frogman, who helped them save Miss Piney Needles, who had been captured by King Rognot and his grumbles. Jet wondered why they were glowing tonight. He thought about it and decided to tell James and Jace. So he quietly went into their room and opened the door and went inside. Guys, he whispered. Jet, dude, you need to be in bed. You're going to get us in trouble. James and Jace hadn't fallen asleep yet either. Look, the frogs are out again, and they're glowing. I think Frogman is calling us. I think there's a problem. Are you guys down to go investigate? Asked Jet. Let's do it, said Jace. So the boys grabbed their flashlights and headed out to the backyard. They followed the line of glowing frogs into the nighttime forest. They crossed the creek and went up over the ridge, following the bioluminescent amphibians through the trees. Jet walked in front, flashlights shining in front of him. The night forest was alive with the sound of insects, 
and a slight breeze which blew through the trees overhead. Man, I wonder what's going on, James pondered. Something like this usually means something important. Maybe they captured Miss Needles again, said Jace. Well, we're about to find out, said Jet. Look, the frogs have led us to her house. James and Jace looked up where Jet was shining his flashlight, and there they could see Mrs. Piney Needles' hut. Miss Piney Needles was the keeper of the forest. Well, let's go knock on her door. Maybe she can tell us what's going on. So the three boys treaded up to her hut, and Jace knocked on the door. Hello, Miss Needles. It's us, the Brothers Brooks. The door slowly opened inward. And standing before them was an older woman in a tattered black dress. She was hunched over with long gray hair. She had a bony nose and a wart on her chin with three long hairs coming out of it. Well, hello, children. Do come in, she said. Say hello to Idriel and Frogman, and I'd like to introduce you to Rain Bella. Inside the hut, they saw a huge black cauldron in the middle. Some rickety shelves covered in jars lined the walls, and an old wooden bed was in the corner. On the side, they saw a tall creature with the head of a frog, but he stood upright like a man, and next to him was a beautiful woman with wings and crystal blue eyes. She floated softly right above the floor, and next to her was a short, furry, multicolored creature with big, shiny eyes. said Frogman. Hello, boys, said Idriel softly. The multicolored furry creature said, Yes, this is Rain Bella. She is queen of the Rainbow Grumbles, said Mrs. Needles. She was once married to Rognot, but she grew tired of his evil ways. When she left, many of the Grumbles came with her, and since, since then they have evolved into peaceful creatures who live in harmony in the forest. Well, children, I'm glad that you could come. My sources tell me that King Rognot is planning to wage war upon us. He's gathered brown grumbles from each of the borderlands to help aid him, making his army larger than ever before. Now, I've called you all here tonight in hopes that you can help me protect our forest and defeat him once and for all. What do you need us to do? asked Jet. I ask that you gather your friends tomorrow and meet me at the top of the ridge on the other side of the creek. Be sure that everyone brings their super soakers and be prepared to protect what's ours. We'll do anything you need us to, said Jace. Blurribit, said the frogman. Blabble, said Rainbella. You have the support of all the woodland fairies, said Idriel. Well, that settles it then. I thank you all for your help. Please meet me tomorrow morning on the ridge, for I hear that Rognard plans to attack in the afternoon. There we shall unite and try to drive him back. Idriel, can you be a dear and help these boys get back to their beds? It is important that they return home immediately, 
to get much needed rest for tomorrow. And with that, the fairy nodded her head. She then walked up in front of each boy and opened her palm, blowing blue dust into their faces. And as she did, pop, each child disappeared from the hut. James and Jed and Jace were all surprised when they opened their eyes and found themselves tucked tightly and comfortably inside their beds at home. Each boy fell asleep almost immediately. The next morning, Jet woke up early and woke up his brothers. James, why don't you run over to Luke and Jacob's house? Jace, you and I will go to Dylan and Kira's house. Let's all meet in the backyard as quickly as possible. About 15 minutes later, all the kids met in the backyard, grabbing a super soaker and filling it to the rim. Then they made their way down to the creek and they crossed over. Walking up to the ridge on the other side, Jay saw Frogman and his two Frogman hybrid creature friends. They said in greeting. Hello, Frogman. I'm glad you could make it, said Jace. And in the distance, they could see Miss Piney Needles making her way down the game trail towards where they were standing. Just then, Jace felt some soft fur brush up against the back of his leg. He turned around and looked down and saw Rainbella, queen of the rainbow grumbles. Blabadal, she said. And looking around, he noticed several more rainbow grumbles perched on branches and hiding in bushes here and there. Well, hello, everyone. I'm glad that you were able to make it. Now, we don't have much time. King Ragnarok and his forces are approaching and should be here any moment now. Please do your best to camouflage yourself and make yourself as invisible as possible. And with that, Jace and Jacob laid down while Jet and Luke covered them with leaves. Kiera hid in a nearby bush while James, Luke, and Dylan climbed up in a big oak tree and hid in the branches. The three frogmen leapt up into the upper portions of the tree and clung to it and were still as rocks, blending in with the tree and becoming almost invisible. Miss Needles, are you not going to hide? said Dylan. Oh no, dear. I'm going to be the bait. I'm going to stand right here, completely visible, and draw in the grumbles. Now, on my word, be ready to counterattack. And with that, she put her finger up to her lips, telling everyone to be quiet. <laughs> grumbles began appearing over the ridge. They were coming from everywhere, right to the left, from the north and the south, hundreds of them came closer and closer. They were snarling and gnashing their teeth and grunting and drooling. And all of a sudden, several of the grumbles began to part, and in between them stepped King Rocknot. Seeing Miss Needles standing there, he said, Needles, you old witch, you know better than to stand against me. This is my forest. How, how many times must I tell you? Now, make way and surrender, or be prepared to be defeated. <laughs> Went Miss Needles. Now, children. And with that, all of the kids jumped from their hiding spaces and began squirting the grumbles closest to them with their water soakers. You see, these small, dirty creatures called grumbles are fearsome with yellow eyes and a horn coming out from their chin. And they have rows of sharp, snapping teeth and have an incredible sense of smell. But if there's one thing that grumbles despise, it's water. 
they hate water. So the grumbles that were hit with the super soakers shrieked and ran away as fast as they could. King Rognot's eyes widened in surprise. Seize them, he said, and three grumbles leapt into the air, pulling Dylan to the ground and dragging him up the hill. Jacob saw this and blasted those grumbles with his super soaker, each one shrieking and running away, leaving Dylan to be able to stand back up and join the kids again. Jet and Kiara stood back to back, blasting as many grumbles as they could with their super soakers. Suddenly, one of the grumbles bounced into the air and landed on Jet's head, snarling and drooling. <laughs> Frogman in the tree, seeing this, jumped from his perch and slapped the grumble off Jet's head with his massive frog foot. Thanks, Frogman, Jet yelled. There were grumbles all around, and they kept advancing closer and closer, surrounding all the children and Miss Needles and the Frogman. Luke dropped his super soaker, and as he bent over trying to pick it up, four grumbles jumped on his back and pulled him to the ground and started dragging him away. Blabble, commanded Rain Bella, and three rainbow grumbles rolled over, leaping into the air above Luke clapping their hands simultaneously and sending a shower of multicolored dust and sparkles on top of the grumbles that had captured Luke. And as the dust landed on them, the four brown grumbles scattered, shrieking in irritation, just trying to get away. Luke got back up and grabbed his super soaker and rejoined the fray. Meanwhile, the army of brown grumbles advanced closer and closer, tightening the circle around the children. There was no way to escape. There was just simply too many. The grumbles were snarling and gnashing their teeth and clawing the ground in anger, getting closer and closer. Jacob and Dylan were squirting them as quickly as they could, and although some ran away as they got hit with the water, most of them just kept coming closer and closer. Thwack! Miss Needles banged the ground with her broomstick, sending a circle of bright white light outwards, hitting the closest grumbles and driving them back. This gave the kids a little bit of time, but almost immediately they began approaching again, tightening the circle closer and closer. All of a sudden, from up in the trees, nets began to drop down on the brown grumbles. Chet and Jace looked up and they could see fairies dropping nets everywhere, trying to slow the grumbles down as they got caught in the ropes. But even with that, the grumbles kept coming. Grumbles climbed over those and were caught in the nets, walking on top of them, getting closer and closer to the kids. Jason and Jacob blasted many of the grumbles with their super soakers, shrieking in anger and running away in disgust. Frogman jumped up in the air and twirling like a helicopter, his feet out slapping the grumbles as they approached him. Caw, caw, shouted Miss Needles. But they kept coming relentlessly approaching and closing the gap. It was hopeless. There was simply no way they could push back so many grumbles. <laughs> they were everywhere the eye could see, snapping their jaws and snarling and drooling and clawing at the earth in fury. The grumbles got closer and closer. And then Miss Needles lifted her hands in the air and said, Whip a snapper night and day. Make these grumbles go away. And then from her fingers shot out plumes of red billowy smoke. 
and as the smoke hit the Grumble's nostrils, they breathed it in and they fell to the ground and fainted. And all of a sudden, from the tops of the trees, a giant raven flew down and picked up six Grumbles in one talon and six Grumbles in the other talon and flew away high into the sky and dropped them off far away. And then several other ravens flew down, grabbing more and more Grumbles. And then Jace looked at the top of the ridge and saw as many grumbles began shrieking and running away, parting. And then he saw a pack of blue dogs galloping towards where the children were standing. It was the water dogs, and they were squirting grumbles with water through their rope-like ears. King Rognot's head turned right and left and looked up and down, looking at the birds and the smoke and the water dogs and began to yell in frustration as his army of grumbles began scattering everywhere. Realizing that he couldn't overcome these obstacles, he yelled, Retreat! And with that, all of the grumbles at once began running away in all directions. And as King Rognot made his way to the top of the ridge, he turned and faced the kids and shouted, Needles, this is not over! Shaking his fist angrily in the air, I will come for you! And with that, he disappeared over the hill. Now within seconds, the forest was quiet again, and the kids looked at each other and just started laughing. We did it, shouted Jed. And Miss Needles smiled and took a broomstick and tapped the oak tree three times, and suddenly a giant table appeared right there in the middle of the woods. She clapped her hands two times, and the table filled with food. All type of delicious food, sandwiches and cakes and fruit and chips and Skittles and ice cream and every delicious food you could think of. Let's feast, shouted Miss Needles. And all the kids and the frogmen and the fairies sat down at the table and celebrated their victory with a delicious feast. Well, children, we drove them back, but I fear the King Rognot is not gone for good. He'll be back, but for today we are successful. He will think hard before trying a stunt like that again. And with that, Jace lifted his glass of punch and they all toasted to victory. After having eaten everything on the table, everyone said goodbye to each other. Dylan and Kiera went home, and their father had made some delicious pulled pork sandwiches, but they were so full from the feast they had to decline. Jacob and Luke told their mom and dad what had happened, and their parents were very happy that they were home safe. And James, Jed, and Jace were all completely worn out, and after taking showers and brushing their teeth, they all read some nighttime stories with their mom and dad and listened to a bedtime podcast. Good night, Jed, dear. I hope you sleep well tonight. And with that, his mother closed the door. Jed closed his eyes and took a deep, relaxing breath. <sighs> and just as he was about to fall asleep... Not again. Well, children, I hope you enjoyed that story tonight as much as I did. Man, that was kind of crazy, don't you think? Parents, if you're enjoying these stories, why don't you hit the plus sign on Apple Podcasts so you don't miss any episodes coming up? 
And children, if you have any cool ideas that you would like us to include in an upcoming story, please get your parents to help you leave those ideas in the review section of the podcast along with your name so that we can include it in an upcoming episode of Bedtime Adventures. Adventures, adventures. Thank you.